All right, motherfuckers, welcome to a great episode of the 25 and Over Club. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, and tell a friend to tell a motherfucking friend. Why? Because life is different after 25, okay? Before we get started with this crazy-ass show, make sure you buy your tickets to our live show July 23rd, because the tickets fucking sound like hotcakes. Does McDonald's still have hotcakes? Well, they fucking sell it. And hello, make sure you buy your tickets. And yo, well, if people's buying the VIP tickets... They're buying the fucking... And I said, oh... What y'all gonna be doing in VIP? Oh, well, let me tell you. <laughs> There's two packages. The first package is, if you got it, spend it. Um, the first package is definitely gonna be, you know, you get to pregame us before the show, like a little meet and greet. We're gonna have some catered food. We're gonna have some drinks, some liquor. You know? Talking about liquor real quick. I get distracted really quick. Talking about liquor, my grandmother gonna ask my sister, do she have her liquor license? You get it? Her lick. Her license. Is that what she meant? Yeah, because she's a lesbian. So she's like, oh, you got your liquor license? (laughs) Okay. Well, yeah. So then you get to chill us. You go to a live show and you sit in the front row. But then the $100 one is you get to pregame with us. You get to go to a live show, meet and greet. You get merch. And then you go to the VIP section and at the... um, at the lounge, at the hookah lounge, and you get lit with us in the city. Only for $100. Like, come on, you get free food, free liquor, section in the club. Come on, buy your tickets, all right? But enough of that. It's Pride Month. Happy Pride Month, everybody. Even though I'll be jacking, I'm not gay, but I just suck dick a lot. Um, but we have a special guest here. Um, he's a content creator. I've been a fan of his work from when he was on the iPhone to now his... YouTube channel has 74,000 subscribers. Um, he has a great fucking shows I'm interested in. And I got to tell you something. I sent my audition tape for the last episode, for the last <laughs> thing of um, Come Up in New York. But then I realized I sent it to the wrong email. So if you're still auditioning, I'm here. This is my audition tape. Fuck. <laughs> Shit. Um, but Karan Wilson, y'all, the CEO of... Gemini Films, how you doing? Doing good, how are you? I'm great. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. How you feeling today? I'm feeling good. You know, um, I literally at first wasn't coming to New York, and then I was like last minute, I was like, you know what? No, I'm gonna come because there's a lot of stuff out here that I have to do anyway. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm feeling good. I'm happy that I actually came because I'm, I'm I feel motivated right now. All right. Well, if you don't know Karam, he has a lot of shows. Well, thank you again for coming here. A lot of shows on the U and the Two, the Come Up New York. But come up Atlanta, mm-hmm. come up Miami. Um, he has the Bad Boys Club season eight. He got um Life's a Drag, is it called? Mm-hmm. Life's a Drag. Um, yeah, and you need to get into it. He got many more projects come, and I need to be on the conversation because me and this bitch need to have a conversation. Who? Hmm? Who? Uh-oh, co-host. Oh. Yeah. And see what happened was we could get into two mm-hmm, things. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We're going to get into it. But, um, yeah, so, you know, icebreaker questions. Listen, on this show, we talk about mental health, everything. Yes. But it's Gemini season, Gemini films. Yes, it is. Happy birthday, Wolf. When's your birthday? Tomorrow. No, and yes. you're a Gemini, too. Yes. Yeah. And then, happy belated birthday. Thank you. And 25 and over club, you just joined the 25 and over club. No. How you feel? What are you scared of? Well, because a lot of my friends now are making jokes that I'm old. But all of the older people are saying, you're so young. So I'm like, am I still young? Or am I considered like now I'm, you know, in gay years. They, yeah, yeah. they make it seem like, you know, once you're over 25 or but, 30, then it's like. No, I was going to see something in gay years. 
when you <laughs> engage is when you successful and they be hating, you old. But um, hmm. right, right. Mm. but um, <laughs> no, please. But I forget that I'm 29 and I'll be 30 this year. But I swear to God, when people be asking me like I'm 30, and I was just telling my nigga like nigga. Because he be saying I'm old. We been on vacation and I need a nap. Nigga, I need a fucking nap. I work, podcast, fucking kids, get job. Right. You a fucking job. I thought I was going to go on this trip. And I thought I was going to go on this trip and not do nothing. I had to cook, clean, everything. I said, no, nigga. Like, I don't know what the fuck this... Like, he was a housewife on the trip, pretty much. He asked me if I want to be a housewife. I said, if Andy calls, uh, I'll do a little wig and everything. What are you doing? <laughs> um, yeah, but I love my man, so I would do anything for that nigga. <laughs> But um, it's not that bad. You know what? After 25, I feel like you get to learn more about yourself. Mm. You um know what you want. You know what you don't want. You start planning for your fucking 30s. Like, I know at 33, I'm going to get married. Okay. I'm going to get married. I know I'm... And I just yesterday, I realized I want to have kids because I went to go pick up my dog. Because I was on vacation, and I was like, this little bitch. Like, I got a responsibility. Yeah. So I do want kids, but I need I need kids to wait. I need to do my businesses. I need to be more successful. At, I mean, I'm already successful, but I need to do what I got to do first. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's not that bad. It's just putting life together for you. What I will say is the mental health kicks ass after, like, 27. Oh, does it really? Yeah. Okay. I'm, right. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. I mean, I'm ready for it. I've been dealing with mental health as far as like just since I was like 16, 17. Really? So, yeah. I mean, it's like when you start doing this kind of like just putting yourself out there into mm-hmm. the public, um, everyone has opinions. And being from not having people judge you the way you look or what you do and what you love to do to now thousands of people being able to like rip you apart yes. <laughs> every week, it's kind of yes. like, oh, okay. And then you start thinking of things that are like, okay, well, sh- like things that you never think of that's like issues that like, oh, I never looked at myself like this, but they say that they don't like this or whatever. Have see, you. you hold your composure really well. Like, Thank I you. see people come at you or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, me, I watch a lot of Bad Boys Club, mm-hmm. Come Up, Real Housewives. And I think I'm on the show. So mm-hmm. I was just saying, telling, like, you know, what viewers know. When I'm on vacation, long story short, I was like, bitch, why are you not enjoying your birthday? She was like, I am enjoying my birthday. I was like, no, like, where's your birthday energy? I am enjoying it. I said, well, fuck you, little bitch. It's not your birthday anymore. Like, <laughs> like I just need to stop acting like I'm on reality TV all the time. But I was, I swear I would be clapping back. Even now when I see comments, I'm like, what the fuck that person meant? It's a, but, it's a fun thing to do, though. Like, it, it kind of brings that. that yeah, you know, but I'm learning how to just, like, people's going to say what the fuck they want to say regardless. That is very true. And they put sitting at home with a hole in their couch, a hole in their sock, um, sheets not made up, burning with chlamydia, oh. and they worry about what you got going on. Yeah. And people just be hating. That's what that is. That's 100% true. For real. Well, we're going to get into the life of being a content creator, the pros and the cons, but we got to start with some ice in the breakers. Okay. All right? Okay. I'm down. Sure. The first question that all gay people got to ask, top, verse, or bottom? I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, verse. Oh. First, top when I cut my hair. Okay. I, I was more of a top completely. And then now I'm starting to enjoy bottoming again. Okay. So I think now I just say my verse. I was just telling, saying last episode, bottoming is 
so much fucking work because it's like that's why I don't like to do it. I just I hate the process of having to get ready. You know, what I mean? yeah. And and like just, if you got, you know, if you got some good booty and you just got ready and then you know he can we we just put on it. Yeah, yeah. I bust. I heard you. Yeah. And he not you know kind of quick. Then it's like okay, I just got ready for like thirty minutes and yep. for you to just do a good two minute. Okay. So give give the give the bottomers of the world out there a good douching cleaning <laughs> that booty hole technique because okay sometimes I starve myself <laughs> okay. sometimes I I know I know I need to eat more kale and spinach mm-hmm. so you know but you know it's the moments where you clean the booty hole and then you think the water is clear. And then you say, let me do it one more time and then come out. It's like, no, like, I don't I'm even want to fuck so no more tonight. Dead. So what's what's the tip for the bombers and for the females out there? Um, So, well, not to get too personal into it, but definitely what I think is helpful is when you're getting ready and, you know, uh, with the water process, a thing that could help is to have a toy. Um That has, like, I mean, it's like, okay, and I'm being completely honest. Like, mm-hmm. since... When I be turned like, I mean, I started having sex like maybe like when I started being like seventeen, eighteen, mm-hmm. whatever. But as soon as I learned how to master how to bottom and what to do, like what are you supposed to like, you know, how to eat or whatever. I just don't think that like if you know your body and you know how to get ready, you. Sh- I just think you shouldn't be able to have a mistake. So for me, since I was younger, I haven't had any mistakes bottoming because I just I know my body, I know how to do it. So mm-hmm. I just say that learn your body know exactly when you are ready and also like a toy does help if you need to like just want to double check or if you want to okay. like say if he's pretty big you need to be able to kind of like get your body ready to yes. be able to take that so yeah good thank that's you thank you thank you that's hard right, being black or gay that's really i honestly i don't really know how to compare it because to me it feels the same I've had many opportunities taken away from me because I was black. And I had many opportunities taken away from me because I was gay. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think what is more. I I guess I'll I guess I'll say black. Um yeah. many opportunities to to get to do big things that would have been great for my career. That was a little bit like, oh we'll go with this person. And the person, of course, was white. Um, so yeah. And then also like working with straight people. Some straight people just don't feel comfortable working with a gay person, you know? So a lot of those were like, oh, we like your work. We're just not fully comfortable being around gay people. They would tell you that? I mean, I'd rather them keep it real because I need to know, okay, what is the problem? What happened? And it was just like, I don't think he's comfortable working with you because you're, you're gay. And we don't know if we should associate right now with that kind of. The industry is really crazy. Like, like, there's a lot of stuff that I can go on. And people say, like, oh, you don't even know what this industry is. But then it's just like, you just see so much. Like, mm-hmm. you you hear so much. So just to know, like. Oh, the stories I could tell yeah. about how close I was to great things. And then it was snatched. <sighs> Why? <laughs> they, well, you know, it is. But God, like I tell everybody, God has bigger plans for you. And it's all about patience. And that's what I need to work on. I preach patience, but I think I need instant gratification. But, um, you know, but look, how long you was doing this? Like years. Yeah, since I was 15. Right? So mm-hmm. 10 years. And now look where you're at. And you're going to hit 100K soon. So subscribe like, if y'all haven't. Give <laughs> my thumbs, man. So we can get that 100K. Yes. So I can hang up the plaque. I say 
That is a hard question. What's harder, being black or gay? Yeah. Because when you black, they don't accept you for being gay. And then when you, I think in, in, in society, we get passed for being gay because the white people's gay. A lot more people are gay. Right. Now, so yeah. everybody's gay and everybody. So and let's, yeah, but you know, so we got more rights than the black person. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to hold you. I could, I could not say it at this job. I'm just saying in general. I could get away with saying something happened to me because I was gay, mm-hmm. not black. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Because mm-hmm. no one wants to mess with the gays. But the black is like, oh, sir, please. Mm-hmm. You didn't do this right. You didn't do this right. We wrote you up this day. <laughs> but when I said I'm gay, oh, no. Right. Type shit. So um, yeah. it's harder being gay with a, in the black society, but it's easier being gay in public. Yeah. But still, I don't really do P, B, PDA. That's what it's called, right? Yeah. PDA? Are you into that? Um, I got him more into it because at first he was very much like mm, nervous. Right. But um, I'm not the type to make out in front of people. Right, right. Maybe if we're drunk at a club, okay. But I don't go around just like, I don't know. Like, that's not me. Like, I can hold your hand. We can. I can hug you. I can kiss you, but I just can't like make out and be all grabbing your ass and doing all yeah. crazy stuff in public. Just because it's just like I don't really think it's that. gay. <laughs> <laughs> it is completely gay, and it is not of the Lord. Right, not of the Lord. But uh, no, it's just yeah. I don't know. I can't. I can be public, but not not to that extreme. Right. Did you have an easy coming out? I'm not really cool with my father, but he was more accepting than my mom. And me and my mom are like this. Um, she gave me a hard time at first. And now she's like, oh, can you do my makeup? And, you know, she meets my boyfriend. and uh-huh. got up. But, So now she's very cool with it, too. But at first it was hard. It was hard. So my coming out, um, my coming out was kind of like my mom pulled me out the cut fucking closet. I was at, I was 21. I was at, in Atlantic City. Mm-hmm. And she was like, um, you wear a bunch of females. You love Beyonce. You love Wendy Williams. No straight man loves that. Do you have something to tell me? And I was like, yeah, ma, I'm gay. Like, mm-hmm. fuck it. Like, I'm gay. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's not, I'm her first son, so that's not something she wants to hear. Um, that's not something I guess she wanted to hear, but she, it was like, I'm okay with it, but she could tell she wasn't okay with it. Yeah. So I never really spoke to my mom about boyfriends, never brought any guys home. Mm-hmm. I never spoke to her about, um, I'm having a situation with this guy. Um, and she just met my boo on my birthday last year because we was all happened to be in Miami at the same time yeah. and we bumped into each other. And that was just like that. Well, her only thing was like, like, you know, he's young, right? I'm like, yeah, but the fuck? Like, what does age got to do with shit? Like, you feel me? Yeah. My father's thing is um, just because you're gay, He, my sister's gay too. So he feels like, that's my nigga comments too. He feels like if my sister is gay, people won't forget about her eating pussy. But if I'm gay, guys, everybody's gonna remember me be sucking dick. But my thing is, nigga, if uh, I say it like this, aren't you the f word? If because I can say faggot, fuck it. Aren't you? Aren't you the faggot? If you're the one thinking about it, because I'm when I say I'm gay, I'm thinking about me having love for another guy. Yeah. You're thinking about me as me getting fucked or me sucking dick. Who thinks about that? I don't understand the straight people's obsession with gay people doing gay things. I don't know. It's kind of like 
weird to me mm-hmm. because I, to me, the 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 straight people who are cool with gay people and don't get uncomfortable, who's like mad cool that like you wouldn't even notice, are the ones who actually are really straight. Mm-hmm. It's the ones who always have something to say and who has an issue with it, and it's like, nah, like I know you gay, but don't. You don't come over here with that. And I say, first of all, I don't even think you're cute. Hello? First of all. And second of all, bitch, like, who who do you think you are for, yeah. me, to, for me to try to make you uncomfortable? Like, <laughs> I have so many straight friends who literally, we had sleepovers. We slept in the same bed. It's never, ever been that. You know what I'm saying? And they get pussy from here to I don't even know where. Um, but then it's like, it's the ones who it's just like, yeah, no, he gay. I don't know. I want to be hanging around that yep. and in the DMs low key and being like, yo, like, what's up? And we literally talked about this two episodes ago and I spoke about this maybe two days ago too. Yeah. Cause it was like, well, how do you know if they DL? I said, you really don't know if they DL, but what you do know is everything that you just said. Like, yeah. I could be around a straight guy and talk about sucking dick and they were like, nigga, like, the fuck? But it's one guy I knew, my friends at the time, fiance and she was like he was on some like you the only gay nigga i can really be friends with uh, uh i'm like nigga what right. but then one day he come to me probably and asked me so how do you take dick what right now you're questionable well you've been and questionable i, I but never um I've, I've messed with plenty of dl, DL men before me too. and I, I i'm never the type to like expose or whatever like that just because mm-hmm. like you know that's that's you you do whatever you want to do um but people like in high school who had I guess issues with me being gay are, are the same ones now that we be we be having private. I was in school one day. It was in high school, and this is when we had aim. And a nigga hit me up on some like, "Yo, I want to be with you." No, I wrote a post like, "Oh my god, I'm so lonely and depressed, young, miserable. I don't know what the fuck was wrong with me in high school." The nigga hit me up on some, "I know what you need," but in, in school he used to call me gay and faggot. And I'm like, what do I need, nigga? Like, why are you hitting me up? Right. That's when we had our away message. He was like, you need a nigga in your life. So he's the first nigga, the one that called me a faggot in school, yep. that taught me about top, bottom, yep. verse, verse, bottom, verse, top. And I said, oh, okay. But me being young and uh, I always hung out with all the girls in school, but he was dating my friend at the time. Mm-hmm. I told him, I was like, yo, your nigga is gay. Like, oh, shit. and she was like, what? I was like, your nigga is gay. Like, and then I told my friend, so then my friend told another friend, and they was walking around in the hallway talking about every time they pass him, boom, bye, bye, and stuff about them. Oh, my God. So, and that was my first time outing someone, but it wasn't intentional. But he kind of deserved it because you calling me gay in all my classes and faggot all my classes. And, nigga, you the one that want to. It be, it be those ones. It but now, guess what? He's gay now. <laughs> and, you know, shout out to him. Live your truth. Live your truth. And you know what? We actually made amends, um, like, over the years. He acts like chill with me on my birthday one day. So we're cool, but it's just like, ladies, those are the guys where you got a side eye. I'm like, yeah. You know how people be like, I was born gay or I wasn't born gay. Do you feel like you was born gay? Or when did you know you was gay? Um, I would say that's a tricky question because. There were times, well, when I was younger in middle school or whatever like that, that definitely um, I looked at boys in that kind of way. Or when I was in summer school, it was kind of like, oh, he's cute. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's cute. I'm like, oh, I like his 
body and then it's like oh I like but th- in my mind I was like I would never be gay like I just yes. maybe bisexual but like I could never just like guys like that's crazy mm-hmm. I mean, it, that was just something to me it just didn't make any sense like how could you just like a guy um and then I started to realize that that was really what I like because with females it was like I, I love boobs I think they look mm-hmm. great I love the body the hair like I think females are beautiful but could I see myself being with one could I see myself having sex with one no right guy yeah, so then it was like, all right, well, I got to start accepting the fact that I'm... So I think maybe it was like in early middle school Okay, okay. that I started to... I think it was definitely early middle school for me, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still dated girls. Um, this, I'm about to give a 25 and over exclusive. Uh-oh. Um, I always fought myself to always talk about this. Do I want to talk about it? Do I want to talk about it? But after I spoke about how I struggle with anxiety, I saw how that opened doors for people. But I was molested for years as a child. Mm. And I started to think, does that have anything to do with it? Right. And he likes to play the game um, hide and seek. And when you was hiding, all the other kids was hide, but I got to stay with you. Mm. And he would do inappropriate things. Like, it was crazy. And then the other kids is like, Where are you coming? When are you coming? When are you coming? And I didn't tell my mother until the day I came out. And she was just on some, like, Why didn't you tell me? But you don't know what to do or what to say. And, um, you know, you, you know, you hear your parents telling you, oh, if someone touch you, but they tell you, don't tell your mommy. Or they say, it's a game. Mm-hmm. Or they're threatening to kill you. And you get scared because yeah. you're young. It's like, if you tell somebody, I will kill you. And you're like, oh, shit. Okay, well, yep. not. Can't believe I fucking said it. But I know someone's going to relate to it some exactly. way, somehow. I was just and to say that. You're helping someone right now who's yeah. watching. So I respect you for being Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. But, um... Which makes me scared to have fun fact. Being gay, I don't want to watch nobody's kids. You feel me? <laughs> no, because not, I know I'm not going to touch them or nothing, but I don't want to ever, someone to ever put me in a position to ask, to say, my son said you did this or lie on me or the kids are lying on me and say, and, uncle, la, la, yeah, being no. a gay, being a gay man, you're already, uh, visualized as like, as like this sexual person. So if, if, if a kid has two dads, People were like, oh, two dads, like, are they touching you? Are they, mm-hmm. what? The fuck? Every, everybody want to call me today, huh? Um, yeah, and it's just that I don't feel comfortable. Like, I could hold your baby, but I don't want to hold your baby because I feel like you're sexualizing me, sexualizing your child, and that's not me at all. It's like, oh, you're gay. You like little boys? It's like, what are you talking Yeah. <laughs> you're straight. Do you like little kids? Like, <laughs> what does my sex have to do with kids? And what? So, um... <sighs> Those are those are one of the struggles I like. That's something else I never really talk to people about. Mm-hmm. But type shit. You got to. Are you over the DL phase, like DL dudes? To be honest, yes. Like it when I was younger. Oh, it was fun. Oh, when it was fuck. a thrill. I was I when got my fuck. life because I'm like, oh my god, like he be fucking girls and he coming to see me. You know, like you that was everything. That was the rush. Now it's exhausting. I don't want to have to, oh, like, yo, make sure ain't nobody over there. Make sure. Da, da, da. And I want to go out. Save this message. And, and I was just like, listen, mm-hmm. it's exhausting. Like, it's just, I don't have time to be like trying to do everything in the world to make sure you're comfortable. Like, are you coming over here or not? Like, yeah. You, I've never said anything before. Why would I say <laughs> something now? You know, you don't got to keep reminding yeah. me every five seconds to not say anything. Like, it's not that big of a deal. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, um, so yeah, I don't know. I just 
I just let it be known very quickly. If it, if a guy is DL and he's trying to approach me, I'm just like, listen, I don't have time for the whole like sneaking in and yeah. out and all that other shit. Like, I don't care for it. I, my, my, one of my DL niggas I was in a relationship with, mm-hmm. he had his girlfriend, but he left his girlfriend for me or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then he cheated on me with females and he felt like it wasn't the same thing. I'm like, my nigga, cheating is cheating regardless, but you can't have your cake and want to eat it too. Right. Like, and some guys do think that they're like, well, it was a girl, so is that cheating? Like, well, yeah, yeah, it is. She know my my feelings. You slept with someone else. You yeah, did this with someone else. Like, yeah, it is cheating. Fucking whore. Oh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> Your shoes. Wow. I like these sneakers. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's a fire. I appreciate it. Thank you. Well, fuck Mary Pass, and you have three amazing um guys on your show. Uh oh. So from come up Atlanta, uh-huh. he's so fine in my eyes. Who? Messiah. Okay. Um, I think his name is from Bad Boys Club this season, Leo. Le- okay, Leo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Justin. See, it's not that I didn't like Justin come up in New York. He's definitely different on Bad Boys Club. Mm-hmm. Completely. And then it's like, but he is kind of fun. Justin's really attractive. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he got the body, yaddy, yaddy, yaddy. He has body for days. All right. So fuck, marry, pass. <laughs> Messiah, Leo, Justin. Oh, my God. You know what's crazy? I get asked this question all the time, and I just say that. Like, okay, like, I do find them very attractive. Okay. I never look at them in that kind of way when it comes to, like, sex or anything, just because I think that, like, I mean, but then again, like, producers or directors have dated People that they cast. I fuck my employees. There we go. <laughs> but to me, I don't know. It's just because it's like there's already so many things out there that are like fake stories about me and stuff that it's like I don't want to feed into that narrative. But I mean, I don't care. Like now I'm 25. I don't really need to. Ex- I, I could have fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if I had to. Ch- <laughs> you said between Messiah. And you about to have a hot boy summer. Oh, well, yeah. Now that I'm single, I'm definitely going to be traveling yeah. and having a good time. I think that. Um, Oh, this is this is hard to to choose. Fuck Mary Kill. All right, so okay, I would fuck. Um, <laughs> uh, Messiah. I'd marry Justin, and I'd kill Lilo. All right, you see, see I was gonna say because Messiah, he looked like he loved love. Mm-hmm. So I would definitely marry him. Right. But then I would fuck Justin. See, that's originally what was going to be my answer. But then I, because I know them personally, right. I kind of know that like Justin's more of, in my eyes, I mean, I'm not saying Messiah's not. I think Justin's more of the relationship type. What's Justin's sign? Oof, I don't know. Why well, do I care? I'm in a relationship. The fuck? And what's a kink and a fantasy that you, shit, what's both that you're interested in or you want to try? Um, so there was something that re- with my ex-boyfriend um, recently that there was something like, you know, when you fall in love, you love everything about the person. Mm-hmm. So there were things about him that I really was turned on that never I would ever be turned on by guys before. Um, so it's this weird thing that like now I like I love to smell his armpit. And for some reason, I just never been that kind of person. But not like I don't want you to be mm-hmm. like sweaty and musty. No, but like. You know, like, have deodorant on, smell fine. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of like that manly smell that's, like, clean still. But right. that's something that now I, like, enjoy somehow. Well, we talked about on the show maybe two, three episodes. 
Musty dick tastes good too. Oh my! But, See, I don't know about that because for me, it's like if I could smell it, I don't know if I want to. I don't know if I could suck. Okay, it. let me be clear because you know people take words and they drag it like they fucking dragons. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Not musty dick. Like I've been on the corner all day selling drugs. Like yo, I pick you up from work. I I, I just got for work, but I'm picking you up from work. But nigga, we we lit on the in the car ride. Let me suck your dick. Oh, type day. See, I'm down to do spontaneous stuff like that. Like, I'll like suck your dick on the mm-hmm. way to work and stuff like that. But again, I just, I don't know. I'm such a person that's like, I just like everything to be just yeah. clean and, you know, but. You ever sniffed his underwear? Who? Your ex. <laughs> it's okay. I'm going to say it with you. Not in, not in a fetish way, but in okay. a way that was like. I just, again, I loved everything about that man. So mm-hmm. everything about him to me was just like, oh, you are so fine. Right. So, yes, that was, yeah, I did. Again, that was something new that, like, I tried. Okay. Um, but it wasn't a situation where it's like I'm getting hard smelling his underwear. It's just right, right, right. cleaning up. And then I was like, oh, like, I miss him. And I, I, smell, oh, I smell him. I get you. You know what I mean? And the people that was going to judge did it before. Yeah, because I know y'all finna judge yeah. me. Y'all finna start cutting clips and shit. And, yeah. it. and I was just telling my boyfriend, like, you know, we see on your show a lot of gay um guy stories. And um, I really don't relate to it because, yes, me and my family had issues. My father on Instagram, I mean, on Facebook and put a whole, did a whole live and did a blog about me. Like, oh, wow. My son is a faggot. He get his roast beef turned out type shit. Wow. Yeah. So... And he's not asking, roast beef. Yeah. What? Could, yeah. Could pick the better beef. Like, what? Well, why are you looking at my booty hole as a roast beef? Like it's not even that. Like, oh, your, your father said that? my father. That's why I'm like surprised this asshole not answering now. He wants all the fucking attention. Are you guys cool now? Right. He's trying to be. I won't allow him to be. Let's try one more time. Not roast he, beef. I'm like he, he, came, he came back from that. Well, I mean, y'all y'all are speaking now though. So um, but he no, he wants to speak to me, but because his leg got amputated, I try to be nicer to him. Um, but it's that's, like that's dope of you, real talk. To like see like the bigger picture, be like, mm, even though I'm still don't feel, I feel away. Yeah, like he. But then the the gag to that is, I used to tell him like, my nigga, your friends tried to talk to me, bro. Wow. So it's like, don't do that with me. Your you father's friends. My father's friends. It's like, like I said, my mom's friends. Yeah, talk to me, and like, they don't be seeing that. All right. So again, Gemini Phils has come up New York, come up Miami, Atlanta. Um. Bad Boys Club. How do you... Now you have 70... All right, again, let me go back. I was watching Bad Boys Club when you had the iPhone gang, and it was it was the ratchets yeah, of ratchets, yeah, yes. And, yeah. you know, you have to go like this for the audio sometimes. But now, look, 75K. Yeah. 40 years out, you're going to be at 100K. At 100K. Mm-hmm. Your plaque is coming. What? I can't wait for it. Oh. Yeah. Already it's coming. Mm-hmm. What kept you motivated, and how do you stay consistent? Um, what kept me motivated was honestly the the hundred k because I I really want that plaque, and I think that it would look really dope to have that hanging on my wall. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, like, we really don't have many people who maybe has reached those kind of milestones. So I just think that it'll be really dope to have Gemini Films be on that list of, like, right. 100K Club. 
Um, and then also, I really do love to do this. Like, I love to film. I love to create. I love to produce. So to me, it's like there are a lot of times where I don't want to do this anymore. And I'd be like, you know what? Fuck this. I don't want to do this anymore. But then I'm like, you know what? No, like you're, you're getting closer to 100K. Yeah. You got to keep going. So it was kind of like if I'm more consistent and I just keep doing my thing while I'm looking at the 100K, anything else can happen in the process. So right. Just keep going, and then when I hit 100k, maybe I'll either I'll stop or I'll keep going, or I'll I might do something else. But you gotta keep going, <laughs> um, gotta keep going because it's actually good. Like, it's what I did. I only watched Come Up New York. I didn't really watch Atlanta, mm-hmm. but then um, I just ended up binge watching. I'm like, this is it. Like, I, I need more. Yeah, you know. So um, keep going, and I know it's hard. Um, we're this is probably like 100. Ep- episode 116 or 17. Okay. But people don't understand. They just see the work. They don't understand the planning angles. They don't see the sleepless nights. They don't see the the arguments you get behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Like on this show, I started with five friends. Um, but nobody, every, people's ideas, I don't want to say they were stupid, but it didn't fit the vision, mm-hmm. you know? So I saw a talk show. My nigga at the time, when he saw my first episode, he said, this is trash. <laughs> I said, oh, shit. I got to go harder. Mm-hmm. And that's what I did. Exactly. I went harder. I went harder. We started getting subscribers. We went viral. The downloads. Um, I'm looking at the downloads like, what? People is listening to me. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And then I got called the Beyonce of the group. I got called the Wendy Williams of the group because I think the show is always about me. But it was like, I see a vision. Yeah. And people don't understand that. Like, it's so much that goes. So much money. Yeah. So much money. So much money. So much time. So much like you, you sacrifice a lot of, yeah i was just about to say you lose a lot um you sacrifice a lot it affects, it affects my relationship yeah like mm-hmm. so um that was another thing like when i was in my relationship i had to be gone for two months at a time filming a show you know like two months without your partner it's like damn that's a that's a while like, yeah he's in you know you guys just got a place like we just got a place together so him being at home all that time by himself it, it, it yeah. takes a toll so it makes you think like okay like is it worth it? Or am I doing, you know what I mean? But you gotta. We kind of spoke about some, but maybe there's some more. What do you think your biggest challenge, your biggest, your bigger challenges are? Your biggest challenge, sorry, mm-hmm. as a content creator. Mm. Well, one of the biggest challenges I had was being consistent. Cause I used to film one show and then I wouldn't put another show out for like six months and then I come back and put out another show. So this time I'm trying to be able to, while one show or two shows are airing, I'm already working on the next one. Mm -hmm. So that can come out or you can have a trailer by the time the reunion for the other show is out. Um, And because I have done that, my subscribers have grown a lot because not too long ago, I just hit 60K. And now it's at, you know, about to hit 70, like 74K or whatever. Um, So just, I'm like, all right, well, I just got to keep, and I haven't put out a video on YouTube, an episode in like two weeks. So I, and I've gained over a, a thousand, two thousand subscribers and I haven't posted anything. So I'm just like, you know. But being black and gay, where do you say your mental health is with that? I I have struggles with mental health. I'm not going to lie. Um, I deal with a lot of anxiety. Well, I, I had bad anxiety with my like three years ago when I had my first real breakup. Okay. That really like, because I've never... I'm I'm new to relationships, really. Like, okay, this okay. is like really my second official like full mm-hmm. relationship. So my first breakup, I like couldn't sleep. I had to take like medicine to go to sleep. I was shaking all the time. I couldn't eat. Like it was just something that really affected me. Mm. Um, 
So, and then I also have like really bad trust issues when it comes to people. I don't want to go through the phase of having to meet someone again and having to open up again about just life or we get to know each other or whatever. So that's another thing. It's kind of like the cheating plays a part in it. You know, like, are you going to cheat on me? Are you? I have trust issues. I just told you. Because the gays don't care about. Yeah. And they use it against you if it whenever it's mad day so it's kind of like i normally like to keep to myself about that stuff but yeah i do get depressed a lot um i have anxiety you get the chest pains um not chest pains but like i could like i feel myself Mm -hmm. like having these um these feelings that are just like oh my god i feel like i might die or i might just like you know it's hard for you because i have my platform but you have a huge platform to where people's looking at you and you just always have to smile. And yeah. It's just like, that got to be hard as fuck. Hard. And there was a bunch of stuff that I had to do after my breakup um, that I just, again, I, I just wanted to lay in bed and cry all day. But I don't think that's going to help anything. So. <laughs> and also, like, there are things that I'm paid to do. So I'm like, I have to go and do it. But um, so, I mean, that helps, though, because it gets you out and it gets you moving. And, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So... But trust and believe. When I have downtime, oh, that it, yeah. it, it trust it, me, it hurts. You know, but <sighs> that I'm just going through something. Just think about mental health and just mm-hmm. being gay. What the fuck I just said too is just like, um, I mean, it's out there. I'm an open book, so fuck it. I used to get death threats a lot. Get the fuck out yeah, of here, people. For what though? Because um, you're making our community look bad. If I ever see you, I'm gonna shoot you. Or like, you better you better not ever come to this place because you're gonna get stabbed. Why would you make our black gay people look like this? Um, and my question to you is, how do you get past that? It was, it was. I don't know. Like, I think that maybe I had to just kind of just tell myself, like, you'll be fine. Like, God is with you. If you go out, go with friends. Uh, I mean, there are times I think about it, like if I'm doing events and stuff, I do get a little nervous because I'm like anyone who I don't even know if they have a problem with me could try and make a moment out right. of something because of how they feel about the show. Um, and then there are also people who make up lies and say that like I was dating their boyfriend or me and their boyfriend was talking. I kid you not, I never met these people in my life. <laughs> so I get DMs and was like, oh, my boyfriend said that you guys used to talk. Somebody went on like a podcast and said that we had a relationship. And they was like, yeah, like we we were talking all the time, and I put up the DMs. I don't even follow the person, so I had to like show, like, listen, this is not even real. Wow. And he had to DM me and say, I'm sorry, like it was just I was trying to get my ex mad um, because he what the fuck? he was a fan of you. So if I was, I would be the man if I got with you, and it would make him jealous. You know what I mean? And I was just like, nigga, don't use me for whatever drama you're going through. Like it was, yeah, it's been some crazy stuff. It's been some crazy shit. Um, I just. Just hearing that, like, if I'm drained now, <laughs> imagine yeah. hundreds and thousands of people that don't even know you from a hole in the wall mm-hmm. just got something to fucking say. Yeah. And then even me, I want to stay on social media. I, I hate it. I think it's the devil. But for you to, um, you have to use it. Because it's my job. You have it's to my use job, it. and it's like I don't want to post. I don't want to be on social media right now. I want to take two weeks off. But it's like no, you get you need to promote the show. Someone paid you for this advertisement. Someone, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So it's like oh, well. and that's what people need to know. Like people that want to get into this field, the people that's judging from this field is not easy at all. No, it's not you. Like everybody has fucking. 
opinions about shit they don't know about. Yeah, you got to be a little crazy, honestly, yeah. to deal with this kind of shit. You got to be the type of person that's just... How do you find time? Or when you were when you were in a relationship, you just admitted, um, announced you were single. When did you find time for your relationship, and what did you do in that free time? Um, we would FaceTime all the time um, and just always talk before bed, talk in the morning, and then whenever I was home, you know, we'd just spend so much time together. But he was one person that, honestly, like... Um, he was one person who was one of the most supportive people I've ever had around me. And he would push me to, to do bigger and better things because yeah. um, he's seen and he knows the darkest and deepest things that I have been through. So he's just been kind of like that person that was the rock in the right. situation. Um, so, you know, when we had our place together, you know, we were living together. So right. I would see him every day after work because I was working from home. Right. Um, and then when I had to go and leave and film, I'll be gone for a while. But we made it work. I mean, it's a little. Di- it was a little difficult, but um, yeah, I don't Missing. know. I don't. It wasn't being away filming wasn't the reason why we, we right. were not together anymore. It was just other things of drifting apart with stuff. But I don't know. You miss him, of course. You gonna, t- him you gonna tell us about? Are you gonna talk to us about it soon? What happened? Um, I don't know. I was thinking about doing a story time video about it, but then I was kind of like, I don't know. Like, some things you got to keep to yourself. Some things you got to keep to yourself. And then also, I say this: you never know what can happen a year or two from now. Maybe it just didn't work out now. Maybe it can work out in the future. If it doesn't, I still love him. I will always be there for him, and I'm sure he right. will with me. And um, and yeah, I don't know. It's just support is very important. I'm glad you said that. Um. See, I said it on the show too. My nigga, he don't want to come to a live show because he feel like I be telling him everybody our business. First of all, nigga, nobody know what you look like. They just know you sign, you sign because I call him Taurus on here. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just know you peed on me. Like that's it. Wait, what? Huh? Hmm? Hmm? Uh-huh. What's uh, this? He. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, you know, that was one of my little things we tried on my birthday in Miami. And okay. we was drunk, okay. you know, drunk in love. And he was like, I got to pee. And I just looked at him all lusty. And I was like, nigga, pee on me. You know what I mean? Okay. And I got on my knees and he just peed on me. Not on my face, but right here. But I just felt like. Liberated. Yeah, I just felt. Oh, I love oh. a nigga that's just very like. Ooh, you feel okay. me? And then when that nigga pulled out that big old thing with a curve, he didn't pee on me. I was like, all right, nigga, like, what's up? You got your life. Got my life. I'm playing with my nigga. And, oh, I believe it. Yeah. And I know when you, nigga, they was trying to come at your man, you was not playing that shit. Oh, like, I don't play that at all. No. Respect the boundaries. Mm-hmm. And, and I've never dated a white guy before, and it was something new for me. Um, but at the same time, it's like, no, you, you I don't give a fuck. White, black, short, tall, whatever. Right. Like, y'all are not going to disrespect the person I love. Um, and, you know, when I did bring him out to events, like, everyone showed him love. Everyone right. was just like, oh, it's, it's really nice to meet you. Like, because I asked him after each event, I'm like, are you okay? Did anything happen that I need to know about? He's like, no, everybody was really nice to me. And I was like, good. That's awesome. Because I, I, mm-mm. you know, but then. for anybody I'm in a relationship. Talking to him now, like, with support, like, I'm like, nigga, just come to the show, support. But then people have to, tell, to explain to me, like, you put your business out there. And it can take one person and be like, you know that's his nigga right there. Right. And I was going around in the whole audience and shit. Again, buy your tickets. Okay. But, um, and if you're in New York that weekend, come on down. What shit. Is July 23rd. It's a Saturday. Come on down. We're going to be lit and ratchet and fun. Okay. Let me tell you something. I love all these things. And then he's my behind the scenes manager. So come on, have fun. Shit. I'm tell a friend to tell it. a friend. Yeah. I got the twerking. What are I'm, you doing tonight? 
work. So what time? Late, like 10. I know. And I was thinking, I was like, I, I really want to hang out with you. It's giving call out. But how he does support me is he does say, like, oh, like, this person's not good for your show. The and he's big on energy. Mm-hmm. And then when I'll be like, nigga, like, whatever. But then he just show, and I'm like, no, you know what? You was right about that situation. It was wrong. So I'm like, okay, dad, you right, you right, you right. I've had a lot of um, them. <laughs> <laughs> I've had many of those. Yo, so um that's nice though. Hopefully things will work out in the future. Um Hopefully. If not, I think that it was a learning experience and um I I've grown a lot yeah. in the relationship. I've matured a lot. Me too. And the crazy thing is I'm twenty nine. That nigga's twenty three. So oh, yes, right. and he's falling. But he taught me so much. Mm-hmm. So now when I'm acting immature around him, he's like, yo, you plays around too much. I'm like, I'm comfortable around you. Mm-hmm. And you made me a big person. You gave me, I need to stop paying for therapy and stay with this nigga. Yeah. I, mine's the opposite way. I feel like I need to get there. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not watching his shows, you need to. Like, it is all the messiness. Bad Boys Club. I'm like, what the fuck? Stop giving us those, those cliffhangers. I don't appreciate them. That's like, the thing I love to do. Yeah, it's odd. I, I can't it. take it. Because it keeps people coming back for more. And it, it makes you be like, yo, what's happening next episode? I need to see. And no. Bad Boys Club kind of gives things away in previews. That's why I really don't mm-hmm. show previews anymore. Because I feel like if I show it, then you guys are going to know who laughs, who's there, what happened. So I'm, I kind of like to just surprise. What just you watch did it and be surprised. With the come up on um, Atlanta, you did... Um, I think that's when the that's why your man ate my ass episode, mm-hmm. and then you made us wait two weeks. You my friend in my head. I didn't want to talk to you no more. <laughs> cause what? Ah, yeah, cause we were planning out the reunion, and we needed we honestly needed time because there was no way I was going to be able to keep airing the show and then have the reunion ready mm-hmm. on time. So I was like, oh, this is perfect. Like this is a two week break. People are going to be pissed, but it's going to be the most anticipated on people when we come back. And then we came back, and the reunion was already ready. So it was like, all right, now we can Listen, do our thing. Um, so make sure y'all tune in to Gemini Fields. But, you know, again, it's Pride Month, so we're going to get some, some, some gay teens. Single, hot boy summer, what's your type of guys? I'm single, and my kind of guy... I'm honestly not looking for a relationship, but I have been on a couple of dates. Okay. Just for fun. But a lot, <laughs> a lot more guys are trying to... Be in a relationship, and I'm like, listen, I am just trying to have fun right now. Like, I just got out of something that was over two years. I'm still dealing with that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not mentally prepared. Like, I can, we can go out to eat, we can whatever. But my kind of guy is just a guy who's, if I was to talk, like, say my ordeal guy would be someone who's faithful, loyal, supportive, funny. Funny Um, as fuck. Yeah, we got to be able to to kiki like friends. Like, we got to be laughing and shit. So. Um, they got to be hardworking too. They got to be understanding of this job because it does come with a lot. And um, have yeah. you dated guys who was kind of jealous of you? How you handle that? Um, I had guys who went and like completely insane when it came to like, let me see your DMs, and then or uh, if a guy flirted with me in person in front of him, he would go crazy. I had guys sit outside my house. For hours and hours, and it was like I'm not leaving until you come outside and talk to me. Um, so we watch yeah. the show. We know you're the creator of this show. We know that you, again, CEO of Gemini Films, mm-hmm. and just me just sitting here talking to you. Mm-hmm. I'm learning so much more because, like you said, people make rumors. We hear the rumors. We hear this. We hear that, but we don't really know that you 
have another life because of this. Yeah. <laughs> this has affected my personal life a lot when it when it comes to that stuff. Um, a lot of guys, even if there's guys I really like, some of them are just like, listen, I can't handle the idea of all these people knowing you and liking you. Like, it drives, like, I don't like the idea. I want someone who's not. Why don't you do a reality show on your life? That's what people say all the time. I don't, I don't know if I should. It will let people understand who you are. It could. Um, I just, I don't know. I just, I'm the kind of person that's like very, I just like to, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I can. No, I, maybe one day, but I don't know if I would be like ready for that at the moment. I feel like I need to reach a certain level and then maybe I could be like, all right, let's do okay. it. Okay. But because yeah. I just learned so much more about you. We know your cast, but yeah. Like, Sitting on my side, motherfucker. Nigga, I will fucking kill you. Are you dumb? Yo, I was ready to call police and everything. I'm like, you need to the leave. death threats. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like y'all do shit that make your community look bad on your fucking own. Yeah, and I'm like, first of all, I don't because for some reason, well, people. I mean, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Like the show is popular. It does, in a sense, represent the gay community. But I am not the spokesperson for the gay community, and I don't really want to be because you don't I don't want to watch have that it pressure. yeah and that's what I say I'm like you don't have to watch it like if you don't like it don't watch it and it's like well it's it, when it pops up on YouTube or when people are posting about it and I'm like I, I can't control that I'm sorry like, yeah like, I'm not trying to make the gay community look bad I could do a show about anything I'm still gonna want it to be entertaining so please well mm-hmm. this was a great conversation yeah. um I think I want to thank you for being here um keep doing the great work keep thank support you. um supporting your community thank you like that if anything you're giving your community a fucking platform um a lot of people have made money from being on this platform like you can use this platform to sell out products and all kind of things which people have so i'm like be smart about it you know see i would love to do a show i just don't want to fight all day like i'll argue with you but i don't want to fight like i'm at that big age where like i don't want to fight but I'm a, that's I, the thing. I, to clear it up, I never ask cast fight. members to fight. I never do that. Um, it just it happens. Yeah. But and I think because and it, be it too happens thin, though, when it happens, like it happens so often sometimes that it looks like sometimes it could be like, oh, like is he telling them to fight? Is he telling them like, yo, y'all need to fight? No. Well, be, I, do you like I, the fighting or do you like to be chill honest? Guys? At first, when I was younger, yes, I lived for it. I was like, oh yeah, they fighting. It's, it's lit. Now. When I started doing like the come up season two of New York, that's when I was like, you know what? I don't think fighting's necessary. And Atlanta don't even fight like that. No, I don't what want any it? of them. I honestly tell them like, I, I'd rather you guys argue, throw something if you need to, but I don't want you guys to fight. No, who the fuck broke that TV in that house? You gotta have to tune in and see. No, because I was like, no. His name, his name is Calvin. He's a he's the new replacement for Poppy, and he turns the show up even more like y'all thought case was turned oh wait until you meet this wait until you meet this kid he going he going he gets into the most fights out of the whole season he damn near almost fought everybody on the cast so oh no we need those episodes this episode drop next week we need the episode drop on sunday (laughs) hello i got you we need the episode to drop (laughs) on sunday i don't care if you gotta come down the street and rent and use my fucking apartment or something. <laughs> we going to do this shit. Season finale coming because hello. Yeah. Hello. I need, I need to see what's going on because yeah. it is, it's given better than the other channel, the other one. It is. 
It really is because the other ones are trying too hard. Trying really too hard. And yeah, and that's why I'm just going to leave it. And the other one, you know what? I, I probably watched three episodes of the other one. And I watched all your shit. It's like, come on now. Thank you. Come on now. <laughs> but when you started it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, you know, Missy Elliott once says, my, what she said, my style can't be duplicated or recycled. Mm-hmm. Okay, hello. Um, I think, yeah, I think the work speaks for itself. I think that you, you, you get to see it when you watch both of them, which one kind of looks a little and bit more. And the quality is amazing and beautiful. So. Imagine if I had that kind of money. Oh, it'd be over for you, girl. It'll be knocking on your door soon. I mean, you know. Because when you imitate something, you can only do it for a certain amount of time. Yeah. How, how are you going to be consistent? How are you going to maintain it? Right. And, I mean, you know. We're about to hit 300,000 on the first episode, and it's only been, what, three weeks? So it's doing pretty good, you know? Like each episode. Tell a friend. Yeah, and each episode's getting like over 100K. So I think that people see it. You know what I'm saying? Do you feel like the one that started on your show, one of your shows that's on that platform, is that, did that get you upset a little bit? Um, did it get me upset? No, I was a little bit like, huh, okay, cause. Shoot. Yeah, like we, well, me and Gutter don't have any issues. Right. And um, I love him. He's funny he's as cool. fuck. He's cool. He's cool. He's really sweet. Um, there was a situation where I think someone lied and, or either someone lied or, or somebody lied out of the situation and, and made it seem like, um, we had a problem. Right. Like, on Beagle or something. And so he called me and he was just like, I don't know what's going on, but like, I, I, somebody's saying this and this and that. And I was like, what are you talking about? And so we spoke for like a good 20 minutes or whatever. Um, we talked it out and everything's fine. And then. All right. A couple months later, that's when, um, I guess the you know the show came up with him on it. All right, well, it's not the original, but um, <laughs> and we love God. He's so fucking funny. Yeah. But guys, Karan, tell us where they could watch, follow you, where they could watch your show, um, and everything that you knew. So you know, no. Well, you can watch my show, Bad Boys Club, season seven on Gemini Films on YouTube. You could also watch the Come Up Miami. Um, Babbles Club airs Sundays at 7 p.m. The Come Up airs Thursdays at 8 p.m. And I will be there for the after shows. Okay. Um, Gemini Films on YouTube, The Real Quran on Instagram, and Gemini Films on Instagram. All right. And this is your boy, Billy the Bad Guy, Billy the Goat, Billy the Motherfucking Kid. Billy, shut the fuck up. That's, that's what I need to do because I have to go to work. Um, but thank you guys for tuning in to another great episode. Again, Karan, thank you for being here. I enjoyed my time with you. Um, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, and tell a friend and tell a friend because we know everything about everything. Because, Karan, be prepared. Life is different after 25. Oh, boy. And that, those tickets are dead selling out. Like, I might have to add another show. You coming? I'm coming. Come on, Karan. I might have to add another show. Um, Wolf. I'm tired of people saying get Wolf on the next episode. Please, where's Wolf? Where's Wolf? People saying that? Wolf. Woo! Let me Wolf. tell you something, bro. Wolf? They asking for you, bro. Yeah. So you know what? But we can't just give them what they want. We got to make them wait for it. Make, let's make them pay for it instead. Hello? <laughs> Sign on to Patreon real soon. Hello? Okay. Um, that's it, guys. Thank you for tuning in. It's another great episode. Tony couldn't be here today. I forgot to shout her out, but she'll be here next episode. Thank you, guys. See you later. <laughs>